Welcome to the Siobhan B Podcast, where we explore empowerment, mindset, and abundance. Let's dive deep into the wisdom of thought leaders. Maximize tools and techniques to unlock your potential and live in your vibrational greatness. So whether it's sound healing, mindset mastery, confidence building, affirmations, transformational techniques, meditation, or manifesting your dreams, let me help you live the abundance that you deserve. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Siobhan B podcast. And this episode is all about manifesting abundance in your life. I absolutely love this topic. Oh my gosh. For me, it's just so exciting and like a fun game where we get to co-create with the universe and manifest the things we want. And I also find it very interesting when I notice resistance or fear come up and how that affects the manifestation process. So through this episode, I want to talk to you about the things that you want to manifest, the goals and dreams that you have within your desires and how much you're allowing those things to become evident and turn into physical experiences in your life or emotional realities in your life and how we can release some scarcity and fear that's blocking the abundance from our life. Talk about the fact that you are worthy and do deserve it and why some topics or life areas you might find it easier to manifest what you want than in other areas. I also want to talk about some powerful things that you can do to help you manifest and a simple um, process that you can do that can help you align with the things that you want. And what a perfect time to be talking about manifesting abundance. If you're listening to this as it's shared live, then it's still January. And that's a great time that we're still reviewing what happened last year. What are the goals that we're setting for this year? Are we working towards those goals or have we already you know, dropped some of the habits or actions we wanted to create working towards our New Year's resolutions, or maybe you've got certain quarterly and half yearly and yearly goals that you set that you'd like to work towards. So manifesting abundance, believing it's possible, building your vision of it and reconnecting and getting in tune with again and again in each now moment, whether you're in alignment with that or whether you're going off track is so powerful. So let's dive into it. I absolutely love this topic and anyone who's listening to this, who's worked with me or been at the events that I've trained at over the last 10 years or my clients that I've worked with privately, you know how much I love this process and how I love to play with the universe and see what things we can unfold and manifest in a really fun way and how I get my clients to actually work on that with me and then see the power of their manifestation abilities, which they may not have believed was possible, or they may not have even been open to the possibility that you can manifest. So for those of you who might be newer to manifesting and welcoming abundance, I think we have to look at two topics. On the one hand, believing that it there is an abundant world that we live in, that it's not actually scarcity. I was watching a video the other day, and I've actually forgotten the person's name, but they were talking about the uh, musical chairs game that people often play in many cultures at children's parties. And the concept of that game is that you have a circle of chairs or a couple of rows of chairs back to back and the children walk around dancing to the music and they're having fun. And when the music stops, they sit down. And then 
when they sit down, they realise, oh, there's one chair too little, so one child is left out. And that child is then removed from the game and sits on the side. The music starts again, they remove another chair. So the children notice, oh right, there's one more chair's been removed. So it means another person is going to be out when the music stops. So now suddenly the children will dance less, enjoy it less. And as they're walking around the room, they're often just staying close to the chairs and coming from this place of scarcity of I have to get a seat so that I'm not out, so that I can win, so I can carry on the game. And I'll even push my friends to make sure I get a seat. And this is at a party. These are games that are often played and then basically you keep going and then at the end there's two people in one chair and then whoever's in the chair is the winner. And that is reinforcing the belief of scarcity, which is around so much in our society, but it even comes into simple children's games like that. So first of all, we have to look at our beliefs around abundance and scarcity. Were you raised being told money doesn't grow on trees? You can't have everything you want. Um, that you don't, things don't happen that easily, that you can't have everything. All these simple phrases that are repeated over and over again, or I want doesn't get is another phrase that's said frequently. And although it can come from a well-meaning or a practical reason why that can be said to children, we have to be aware of what beliefs does that instill and how does that manifest? How does that show up in the adult's life? So if you've come from an environment and a society that's making you feel like you have to compete to be the best, you have to compete for the chance to get the promotion, for the chance for your business to succeed and beat all the others, you have to kind of cutthroat world. Well, then when we look at manifesting abundance, there'll be something within us that believes that if I have, therefore others do not have. Or if they have, it means it's something less that's available for me to have. So through the process of a welcoming and allowing abundance, we have to look at what are our limiting beliefs around abundance or scarcity? How can you shift those beliefs? What beliefs, did you, what things did you grow up hearing? And let's look at those and reprogram those. How can you change that statement? If you're told money doesn't grow on trees, maybe you can start to affirm to yourself that Money is energy. It is out there and waiting for you to welcome it into your life. Money is energy and it's an exchange for a service and you can keep bringing more and more service and value in your life and in return, you'll be financially rewarded. You know, statements like that, that are positive, that are completely changing the perspective from money doesn't grow on trees or just because you want doesn't mean you'll get, or you can't have everything you want. Well, actually, why can't you have everything you want? Now, growing up, it may be that there are reasons why you were told that, that were just practical reasons, like financially, your parents couldn't afford to give you everything and they wanted you to appreciate what you had. So they were trying to teach you that just because you see something in a shop doesn't mean you have to automatically have it and that you need to appreciate the things you have at home and work and earn money to therefore be able to buy more things. But it's interesting, as we look at the beliefs we have, we're even told you have to work hard to earn a good life so you can have the things you want. And then people grow up believing that their work has to be hard and has to be painful and has to be difficult. So you just have to look at what beliefs do you have and how is that showing up and how is that affecting your daily experience and your standards that you accept for your life. Because I'm blessed to be able to do a job that I feel 
is an honor to be able to help change people's lives, to speak on stages and transform hundreds of people's of lives at, a, at one at a time, all at once. And also to work with my select clients that I choose to work with, where I work one-to-one with them and I help them have huge breakthroughs. You know, people that even are on levels that others would say is hugely successful. And I help them unlock things that's deep within that they're holding from their past that's limiting their ability to be as empowered and abundant and authentic and step into that level of greatness that they deserve. So I feel honored to do that. But I'll be honest, in the past, I definitely had a belief that work was tough and you had to work hard and you had to work harder than everybody else and that you almost had to suffer to succeed. So have a look, notice, get pen and paper, write down what are your limiting beliefs and start to look at how can you change that to phrasing that's more empowered, more abundant and removes that scarcity or lack. Because how we speak to ourselves massively dictates what we expect and what we accept in our lives. And that actually brings me to a lovely quote that I want to share with you. It's actually also featured in the book, The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. Page 39, for anyone who owns that book, it says, A man is what he thinks about all day long. And that's a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Now, man or woman or non-binary, however you refer to yourself, this is just a quote for from that time where man was meaning just human, person. So a man is what he thinks about all day long. So a person is what they think about all day long. And if we get conscious of the thoughts we have, if we keep repeating to ourselves that we are confident, we are successful, we do deserve to have abundant, prosperous, happy lives, we'll experience life very differently to if we keep repeating to ourselves that life is hard, it's difficult to earn money, that it's going to be hard to get a promotion, that it's going to be hard to have the life we want, to have the relationship we want, to meet someone, it's going to be difficult if we keep believing that we will experience life as that. So be aware that in this process of welcoming abundance in your life, how are you talking in your mind? A lovely quote from Earl Nightingale, which is also in the same book on page 43, who anyone who owns the book, is plant your goal in your mind. Picture yourself in your mind's eye as having already achieved this goal. Now, part of the process of manifesting abundance is to use the power of visualization. Now, I truly believe that we are co-creators with the universe. I personally believe that, you know, we sit down, we meditate, we visualize, we send out a vibrational frequency, we embody that frequency. But at the same time, I believe we are spiritual beings, but we're also having a physical experience. So there's the physical process. We do need to take action. We don't just sit and visualize and think it's going to all happen for us. Sometimes things do just happen, you know, like that in a click, somebody will just ring you. The doorbell will just ring. Uh, A letter will come through the post. That does happen. But life is also about some physical actions that we take, but we need to be in alignment to take the right action. So that's why I love this quote by Earl Nightingale that says, plant your goal in your mind. Picture yourself in your mind's eye as having already achieved this goal. Now, if you can work on visualizing what you want to experience and, you know, you can sit down somewhere comfortable or lie down, close your eyes. And as you're visualizing the goals and the things you want to achieve, that abundance that you want to have in your life, work through your five senses. So what can you see? You know, if you're in your dream home, what can you see around you? Can you see your sofa? 
Can you see a fireplace? If you can see the fireplace, what if you walk over to it? Can you feel the heat on your hands when you put your hands in front of you? Can you feel the heat coming off the fire? Can you hear the crackling of the wood as it's burning and, and the embers? And can you hear that fire? Can you smell that fire, smell the word burning and go through your senses and make it real? Because as we do that part of our visualization and we bring in the five senses and we really imagine ourselves experiencing that reality, our subconscious knows no different. It will just accept that as reality. It will feel and experience it. Your nervous system will shift and allow you to experience what it feels like to really have that life, really be in that home, really be stood in front of that fireplace, smelling that fire, that wood, feeling the warmth on your hands. And you will send out that frequency as if it's already a right reality for you. So use that as a powerful way to help you to attract what you want. Because the more we can send out that frequency, the more the universe responds. So I like to say to a lot of clients, particularly those who are new to this approach of vibrational frequency and alignment and the fact that we can manifest things, is I like to say, you know, there are radio stations out there. And particularly if you're younger, then you'll, I mean, a bit older and you're maybe <laughs> used to when I was younger, how we had radio stations that we had to turn the dial to tune it to a certain number. So say you had a station that was 102.4. If you turned the dial and it was saying 102.9, you might hear some of the songs that's playing on that radio station, but there's going to be interference, there's going to be crackling, and there's going to be interruptions in the song. You won't hear that radio station so clearly, but when you turn the dial and you hit that sweet spot of getting the correct number, 102.4, you're now tuned in to that radio station and you're going to hear the tracks, you're going to hear the commentary really clearly. The same with Wi-Fi, you know, we go to someone's home or you go to a hotel or you go to a location and there's Wi-Fi. If you ask for that Wi-Fi name and password and type it into your phone, if you've done the password incorrectly, you're not going to get on the Wi-Fi. But once the password is, is matching, that's it. You're connected to the Wi-Fi. And that's like the universe. When we are tuning our frequency to the things that we want, we're connecting to that and therefore we're attracting it more into our lives. And the, why, the reason why I particularly love the radio example is because when years ago we tune our radios to a dial, if you got to say 102.6 and the station is 102.4, you will hear the songs. You'll enjoy some of that experience, but it's just not the same clarity as getting the exact number. And that's like life, as we're tuning our frequency and our vibration, we'll start to manifest things we want, we'll start to see more prosperity, we'll start to see more growth in our business, we'll start to see more progress towards the goals and, and the life that we're trying to create. And things will progress, but it may not be as smooth or as easeful as when we're really tuned accurately, vibrationally as when we're really tuned in to that radio station. So that's why I love to share with clients the analogy of tuning our vibration with the universe, just like when we tune into the radio. Because the radio stations are out there playing all day long. But if we're not tuning our dial, you know, turning our radios on and tuning our dial to that number, we're not hearing the music. 
And that's like life. There is abundance out there. There is opportunity out there. There is opportunity to grow your income. There is opportunity to meet the one that you're meant to align with. There is the opportunity to have amazing friendships, amazing families, amazing homes, amazing levels of joy and, and you know, love and happiness and abundance, it's out there. But when we choose to turn our radios on, when we choose to tune into that frequency, we are going to align with that and we're going to notice it. Another thing that I love to share is, you know, another analogy that helped people relate relate to this concept that things are out there and it's down to us to tune into it, to be able to see it, is when we were younger, we used to be traveling on the motorway or maybe for you where you are, it's called a highway. And we, you know, I'm one of six children. So there'd be six kids in the car, mum and dad driving, you know, whichever one's driving, the other one's in the front passenger seat. Maybe we're traveling to go away on holiday or we're going away for a really fun day out. And, you know, typical kids, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are you stuck in traffic? And how long is it going to be? Are we there? And um, a fun thing that my parents would do is they would say, you know, count look at the cars and see how many cars you can see. We'd be looking at the cars and the traffic and they'd say, okay, how many red cars did you see? And we wouldn't know the answer. We were looking at the cars, but we just didn't notice how many reds. And they say, okay, now count how many red cars you can see. Whoever gets it right wins. And it was just a clever thing that they would do to entertain us and give us something to think about and focus on. But the interesting thing is then when we had the focus of, right, look for red cars, we'd look at the same set of traffic, but we're taking the information in in more detail. We'd notice, okay, there's seven red cars and they'd say, okay, now how many silver cars? And we'd count how many silver cars there are. And even though we're looking at the same set of traffic, when we were answering about how many red cars there were, we didn't notice how many silvers. It's only when we are told, look for silver, we then took in and retained that information. That is like life. Maybe you're thinking of buying a car or a watch or, you know, something you're thinking of getting or a hairstyle change. And as you're thinking about it, you're suddenly seeing that car everywhere. Or you buy that car and suddenly you see loads of people in your town have that car. Or loads of people have that type of dog. Loads of people have that hairstyle. Because you're focusing on that thing, you're then starting to notice it more. Because we were looking for the red cars, we were noticing the red cars around us because that's what our focus was. And that's like life. If you're looking for opportunities to grow your business or opportunities to align with people who might be interested in your product or services or people who might be interested in your public speaking and the message that you've got to share, whether it's on stages or on social media, when you're focused in that way, you will start to notice and take in the conversations and the things happening around you in a different way. If you're focused on what are the wonderful things that's happening today, you will experience your day differently. You'll see, you're like, I can see now there's a beautiful robin bathing and splashing itself in the birdbath in my garden. And it's such a beautiful blessing to watch nature and this robin just delighting and enjoying this birdbath that I have there. And I see the the abundance in that. Whereas if I'm focusing on negativity, I might be looking at it and thinking in a negative way about the same thing. I might not notice the bird doing that. Or I might just think, oh yeah, it's having a bath, but not think at how much joy it seems to be having in such a simple action. So we will take in and experience information differently. You know, when you're talking to somebody and maybe it's a loved one and they're sharing a challenge they've had, if you're focused on negativity, you may get dragged down into the worries and concerns that they're sharing. 
Whereas if you're more abundantly and positively focused, you might be listening and taking in what they're saying, but also noticing some of the positives that might come from that experience. Maybe they've had a challenging situation at their work, but that's enabled them to see how maybe that job isn't right for them. Maybe they don't want to work for that company or maybe they should be asking to have their workload reduced or they should be looking at what do they really want to be doing career-wise. You'll start to see the positives. So first of all, with manifesting the abundance you want in life, let's look at what are the scarcity beliefs you have in your life? What have you grown up hearing around you? What are the limiting beliefs? Write those down on paper. Start to change those into positive, empowering statements and then start to notice what is your focus? Are you focused on negativity or scarcity? If you want to create abundance or success or a higher paycheck or you want to attract love in your life, are you looking at life with the expectation that those positive things will happen? Are you choosing to interpret what's around you through that positive abundant lens? Or are you tuning into a radio station of negativity and self-doubt and I'm not good enough, it's not going to work and life is hard? Because whatever you're tuning into, whatever perspective you're choosing is what you're going to experience. Dr. Wayne Dyer had a wonderful quote that he would share frequently, which was also the basis of many of his writings, which was, you'll see it when you believe it. Now, in society, people often say, you know, I'll believe it when I see it, like they'll wait for something to happen before they'll believe it first. And that is the opposite of manifesting what you want in life. You'll see it when you believe it means if you believe it and keep believing and expecting it, you'll then be able to see it unfold in your life and you'll be able to see it happening. It is amazing. I love the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell and I share this with a lot of my clients and this wonderful book talks about the fact that it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at anything but it also talks about the fact that those people who have become outliers in different fields had exceptional circumstances and opportunities available to them. And as I work with my clients, I'm always saying to them that not only do opportunities come to people in life, but we can also create opportunities and look out for and be open to opportunities happening. And I truly believe that those people who have excelled in a certain field in their life, they're often looking for, open to opportunities in any given circumstance. So if you want to grow your business, or if you are in a career that you want to go take to a whole other level, look for ways to bring more value. You know, if you want to be a manager, start behaving as a manager and embody the qualities of a manager and then the promotion will come. You don't wait until the promotion happens and then start behaving as a manager would behave. The same with somebody who's at a certain level of success. You have to start to embody those qualities and conduct yourself in a way as if you already are that CEO, as if you already are that number one business. Set those standards for yourself, show up with that standards and bring that level of value and then see it being returned back to you. A wonderful process you can do, which is also shared by Abraham and Esther Hicks, and for anybody who has the book Ask and It Is Given by Jerry and Esther Hicks and is the teachings of Abraham, then you know feel free to reference that book. It's on page 47. I'm going to share something with you. And it's 
of course, a huge part of Abraham and Esther Hicks teachings that you can find on YouTube. They have loads of wonderful videos. It talks about the alignment process and the creative process. And in the book, it shares three steps. And since then, it's been updated to a five-step process. It's a wonderful, simple way to help you manifest. Step one is you ask. You ask for what you want. And often contrast in life allows us to get clarity about what we want. So when we experience things in life and we experience what we don't want, that also is part of the abundance process. It's about allowing us to get clarity on what we don't want so that we therefore know what we do want. So if you're witnessing and experiencing things in your life that aren't what you want, a way to shift to abundant mindset is to acknowledge that this is a good thing because it allows you to know actually what is it you do want to experience if that's what you don't want what is the opposite of that and then that step one process is asking saying what it is you want stating what you want step two is not your work it's the universe the universe answers when we place an intention when we have a desire that is answered that is out there available to us step three that's our work it's about the answer which is given, must be received or allowed. So we have to allow it to come to us. And in the more updated versions that Abraham and Esther Hicks has shared in this process, changing it from a three to a five-step process is, you know, maintaining that vibrational alignment. So if we want to attract a loving, abundant, aligned, divine relationship, maintaining that abundant vibration and that belief that it can come to us and maintaining that vibration for long enough that we can allow ourselves to accept it and if we don't if we get back to that place of contrast and noticing what we don't want being okay with the fact that we're back in that stage of noticing what we do don't want noticing what we do want and trying to get into vibrational alignment again because if we can let go of anger and just come from that grateful abundant place it helps us to attract the things we want so this process of allowing and accepting and easing resistance is very helpful, particularly if there's an area of your life where you've been struggling to manifest what you want. It's interesting how when we're not emotionally attached to things, we can manifest more easily. So I often get my clients to do manifestation processes with me where we make it a game. You know, we place out an intention. I like to do this with, say, furniture in my home. I'll visualize a piece of furniture that I might like, what I'll place on it, how it will feel, how it will look, what items might go on it, what its function will be. And I just enjoy that process. And I just place the intention to manifest that piece of furniture. And often I choose, you know what, I'm going to manifest this for free. Maybe I'm going to manifest that not only it's for free, but somebody's going to bring it to my door for me. Maybe they're even going to carry it and put it in that position so I don't even have to carry it. And I just make it a playful process. And it's interesting to notice how easily those things can manifest versus other areas of of our lives where if we're thinking, you know, they're desperate to have something and it hasn't worked out for, you know, several months or several years and we're thinking, you know, will my career ever go to that level? Will my business ever grow? Will I ever attract the one I love? And if there's limiting beliefs and we're coming from that scarcity and believing that it's not going to happen for us, it's much harder for it to manifest. So just notice if there's an area of your life where you want things to be more abundant, be more prosperous, or be on a whole other level, do you have fear and scarcity beliefs connected to that? Do you have beliefs that it won't happen because it hasn't happened before? 
that may be blocking the manifestation of the abundance coming to you. And the more you can release and ease up the emotions attached to the upset, the fear, the self-doubt connected to that subject, the more you will feel relaxed and at ease, which will allow you to notice the opportunities, notice the blessings around you, notice the abundance that's waiting and allow you to attract those things. You know, if you're going through challenges in relationships and you're struggling to manifest that aligned relationship and you're carrying the weight of that emotionally and even in our nervous system, we hold emotions in our nervous system. And when we rethink about those things, our nervous system automatically shifts into that state and your nervous system will start to experience those feelings as if it's happening again just by thinking about a previous relationship or a previous breakup or a previous argument, you can feel those experience as if it's happening in that now moment. So we have to be aware of our thoughts and our feelings because that affects our nervous system, our physiology, and that in turn changes how we walk into a cafe, changes whether we'll interpret that smile from that person as, oh, they're just being friendly, or actually, did we notice that that person was trying to initiate conversation and was interested in, in a romantic context and could have been somebody that we would have been interested in too, if we'd have believed that it might be possible for us. Same with your business. Are you noticing when people are interested in asking questions or are you telling yourself, oh no, they're only saying that to be polite. They'd never be interested. They wouldn't want to hear what my product is or they wouldn't want to hear my business. People often are walking around with those limiting beliefs and they're missing the opportunities around them. So remember, the thoughts we have often affects the reality we create. It does usually dictate what our life is is and how our futures unfold. So become aware of the thoughts you have. Become aware of the limiting beliefs that you may be holding. Start to ease up and change the beliefs and the statements you repeat to yourself so that you can start to welcome more abundance. Visualize and use all your five senses. Go through that process that I shared with you. Remind yourself time and time again with that analogy of tuning into the radio station. And if you start to notice more abundance, and more opportunities, congratulate yourself, celebrate that success, celebrate the fact that you're aligning in that way and allow yourself to tune more accurately to the frequency of what you want. And it, like I was saying with the sharings of Abraham and Esther Hicks, is about maintaining that vibrational alignment long enough that what the universe has available can come to us at the right timing when we're ready for it. And if we lose vibrational alignment, be okay with the fact that we're back in that contrast and we can just realign once again. If we allow anger and frustration to take over, it just delays the process and the timing with which we'll get back into alignment. Enjoy, make it a fun process, pick some simple things that you want to manifest that you're not emotionally attached to and make it a game. Start to play, start to intend to attract it, start to look for the opportunities for it to happen. And if there are areas of your life where you're not quite manifesting what you want, look at are you holding on to limiting beliefs and fears or scarcity based on the past and start to rewrite those beliefs so you can welcome more abundance? I look forward to sharing lots more mindset, manifesting abundance, empowerment techniques with you and lots of healing work to help you create the life that you truly deserve so you can live in that vibrational greatness that is the true expression of who you are. 
enjoy working on these processes. Let me know how you're getting on. Please rate and share the podcast so we can get this message out to more and more people. And I look forward to helping you on this journey of empowerment, mindset mastery, and abundance. Namaste. Thank you for listening to the Siobhan B podcast. Join me on next week's episode and visit the Siobhan B Facebook page to comment your takeaways and light bulb moments. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with anyone you know who wants to develop their empowerment, mindset, and abundance. Enjoy actioning the tools you've gained and I will see you on the next episode. Namaste. Namaste.